This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus lets you binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere, on your TV, PC, smartphone, or tablet. Support this podcast and get an extended free trial of Hulu Plus when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Rooster Teeth. That's HuluPlus.com slash Rooster Teeth. This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy. It's go time, and GoDaddy is here to help you kick ass online. Start your website today with a 295.com. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter promo code Rooster295 to get your .com for just 295 Some limitations apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This yeah. Week, this week, special edition. Coming to you from South by Southwest at the Samsung Blogger Lounge. Thanks to What's Trending for Thank having you. us out here. I'm Cheryl Lazar, the host and co-founder of What's Trending. We are so excited to be with you here on stage at the Samsung Blogger Lounge. We're live on What's Trending. So we encourage everyone to tweet with the hashtag Samsung SXSW. That's right there on the screen. You can and, see it. Oh, wow, visual stuff. So as every week, I'm here. I'm Gus Sarola. I'm Gavin Free. And Shira already introduced I'm Bernie herself. Burns. No, just kidding. And also featuring Gus Sarola. Um, so this week, you know, we're doing things a little different. Thanks to uh, the help here from the What's Trending crew, we have a couple of special guests with us. We do. Uh, What's Trending has been here live at the Samsung Blogger Lounge in South by Southwest all week with amazing guests, and we are lucky enough to get. Shall we introduce them? Shall we give a, yes, a special let, introduction? Let, let's now? get them out here. The stars of Cesar Chavez. We have Rosario Dawson and Diego Luna. Give it up for them. Yay. Of course. Nice Hello. to see you here. Thank you so much. If your drinks run dry, we do have whiskey. Do you want any whiskey? And, and of course, Diego Luna directed this film. It's only your second film directing it. That's and correct, yeah. congratulations. Thank We're you. hearing such great stuff about this movie, and it means a lot to a lot of people that the story is being told. Well, yeah, it's been, it's been four years of our lives, but it's been many years since this happened. We focus on what happened through the 61 and 71 in the fields of... California and the great boycott that basically connected the story of farm workers with everyone in America, with consumers. So it's been a long time and it hasn't been celebrated in film and we're really happy that finally there's a film that young people can watch and find out who Cesar Chavez was. Yeah, and I think it's, uh, it's great. You know, this is a, a huge historic figure that I feel has been underserved uh, traditionally in media. You know, my parents are, were immigrant farm workers uh, in that time. So, you know, they, my, not only my parents, my grandparents, you know, saw huge benefits from the work that, uh, that he did out there pioneering. And uh, so it's really awesome. I haven't had a chance to see the film yet, but uh, I've got a film pass. I'm going to see it as soon as I can. Well, and that's for free, so make sure the 28th of March you also buy a ticket. Oh, okay. Right? So we can send the message that our stories need to be portrayed in We cinema. should say it again, March 28th. March 28th. Make sure you buy a ticket. 600 screens in, in this country, so yeah, now it's yours. Does it feel like a big responsibility to tell a story like this that hasn't really been told to the general American public or represented in this way in the past? Yeah, I mean, there's many of them are still alive, working, you know, Dolores Huerta is out there uh, fighting for what she believes in, and many of the movement, and not just them, but they have families, friends, and uh, obviously it was a big pressure. We shot in Mexico, which was great, because we could hide a little bit from that pressure, uh, because you, you, you are in California, and everyone has a connection with the story, everyone was there, or their parents, or... So it's, it's, it's not the same than doing just a fictional film where it's all about you and your demons. Here it's the pressure of, of yeah, a whole community. 
Definitely. I want to encourage everyone. If you are asking me, how can you ask questions? Well, I am in the chat room right now. Also, if you tweet with the hashtag SamsungSXSW, we'll be taking your questions in that way. Let's talk about your uh, character, but really a real person that you're portraying, portraying in this and what it was like to portray such an important figure as part of this movement. Yes, um, I played Dolores Huerta, which was unnerving, amazing, incredible, an honor, but also really scary. Because yeah. even though we were in Mexico, we, we were talking on the phone the whole time. So I was definitely getting feedback from her all the time. And I just felt really lucky that I had met her before. You know, um, I co-founded a, a voting organization called Voto Latino that turned 10 years old this year, which is exciting. Nice. And um, so we've actually met a few years back doing um, work and talking about immigration reform and um, different like town hall that we had done and things. So she's come and spoke at our um, summits and things. So she's just like incredible. She's in her mid-80s. She's getting people signing petitions. She won the Medal of Freedom while we were filming. I mean, she's just so on point. And it definitely, as exciting and honorable and amazing that she gave me you know, her blessing to do the role, it also was just really scary to play someone who you knew was real, you know, like who was there, who could say something and give you feedback. Because I can't imagine what that must feel like to watch your life be depicted in a film. You don't have that carte blanche of just going, this is what my artistic licenses to just perform you're portraying someone you know and you want to respect what they went through and kind of get their feedback and so it was just it was interesting she's seen the movie since she tweeted me she tweeted me that she loved the performance and that she was really happy that i played her and all of this so i was just like <sighs> yeah she's behind the film and she's <laughs> been coming so. with us she went to berlin she went recently to berkeley and she grabs the mic and tells everyone why they have to see this film. It's amazing to see actually a film that can serve someone else's work that you respect and admire, you know? Yeah, that must help really drive the passion, still having that connection to, uh, to someone who will still be such a vocal advocate. Yeah, uh, she got everyone doing a Si Se Puede in Berlin, nice. got them doing the soul clap. Wow. Like, she's incredible. Tell us what it was like on set, because obviously this is your first English-speaking film. Um, in terms of directing, yeah. not English. <laughs> and, uh, and obviously, you, you probably had a mixture of cultures and languages on set. So tell me what that dynamic was like. I, I guess and for them it was painful, you know, because it, it takes me a lot of time to get to say what I want to say. And, uh, <laughs> it's not true. A, a little bit. I mean, directing is about the, the little stuff between this and this other word, and my English is not that good. I'm, I'm good at reading or at learning something, but when it has to come... Uh, but it's, I guess, how the, the, how the movement worked, you know. Cesar had to train a lot his Spanish to engage with farm workers in the fields that wouldn't speak English because for Cesar was different. Cesar is a first generation. And that's the complexity that when they portray our community, you never see, you know. That is not the same to be the one just crossing the border than those who have been on this side of the border without being able to go back for 30 years. Those who are first generation, second or third, you know, that they have to go to school and they're not... I mean, they, they don't allow them to speak Spanish, but then they go home and everything is in Spanish. You want to belong into a country that reminds you every day you don't belong. It's, there's an interesting complexity, you know, that normally you don't see in film. And we had that going on on set, you know. It was people from everywhere and uh, Spanglish run for the whole time. My team was Mexican. At the same time, I wanted to, to be able to let John Malkovich know what he had to do, so it had to be in English. But then John speaks in Spanish, so you would see him training Spanish, no you way. know, sitting on his chair from morning till evening because he was very afraid of not, not delivering in the right way. So it was interesting. It Gavin, was do you know Spanish, Gavin? I don't know any Spanish. 
He's from another country too. He feels very sometimes. I speak English pretty well. Actually. You speak <laughs> really? Are you sure? <laughs> you speak British. Well, media, media. You speak British English and American English, so you are bilingual. Brainlish. Yeah. Exactly. It's called Brainlish. <laughs> I still need a translator sometimes for a few words. How, how do you feel? Uh, you hope to translate this story for like a, the next generation. Like, what do you hope the younger generation gets from this story? I think a sense of their history, yeah. which I think is really important. You know, I think. There, this is this isn't during a period of time that we've studied quite a lot. This is right during the civil rights movement. This is right during the beginning and budding of feminism. You know, I think a lot of the same characters in there. We have the Kennedys. We have, you know, we don't see Jesse Jackson, but that was right during that same time when Cesar did his first big fast. He got a letter from Martin Luther King. Like, so I think it's really important and relevant to sort of expand what our knowledge is of that time period and how much that affects us still today. Obviously, these issues are still quite relevant. You know, we're all talking about fair trade and fair wages. You know, that's becoming some part of our vernacular daily, daily. But, you know, that also, also is immigration reform. And I think that makes it something important to watch because I feel like when you watch this movie, it's sort of like Activism 101. It's not just one petition. It's not just one march. You know, it's a movement. It's yeah. a, and it was the first time they unionized farm workers, some of the most marginalized people in our society. And it was a small group of people at a time before Twitter, before any of that stuff. And they were able to not only get all of California to be boycotting, but it spread across America into and through the White House and out into Europe. It's a huge thing. And so I think it actually could be very encouraging for people who are taking on food justice issues now to see what they could do today, learning from what they did then, and know that they're joining a really amazing history of people who care and can make a difference. Do have a question um, from Twitter in our audience? That, that was well said. That was yeah. well said. Um, this goes to you, Diego. Uh, you starred, of course, in Alfonso Cuarón's breakthrough hit, Itu Mama Tambien, which we all loved. Yeah, um, we invented Alfonso. Exactly. What? <laughs> Congratulations. How did it feel watching him accept, and this could also go for you, Rosario, watching him accept the Oscar for Gravity? It was, was it meaningful to see the first Latin person accept an Oscar? Uh, for that, for best director, and what did that mean to both of you? I I have to say I was as shocked as I was when I realized there was no film about Cesar Chavez. It's ridiculous that it, it had to go to 2014 to, for a Latin American to receive an award. I mean, an Oscar as best director. Uh, that being said, it was the happiest hour in quite a long time. I was jumping, shouting. I mean, he deserves that. He's a fantastic director, a very strong voice. And a guy that has done, no matter what size his film is, he does whatever he wants, you know. That's, that's what I call independent cinema, you know. He's always behind every decision and it's always his point of view. And I'm so glad he, he got the award so young because we're going to see a lot from him. And uh, definitely those things help you to, to not have to spend four years to put together another film, you know. And I hopefully, you know, seeing him accept this award, I'm hoping it inspires a new generation or younger generation of filmmakers to have someone they can look up to uh, and try to emulate. You, you know what I think? The, 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 another thing that this film says, and it has a lot to do with filmmaking, is that personal stories can hit people and can make you change and can draw attention to those topics uh, that matter to you. This community, instead of being violent or, or, or trying to hit straight the industry that was oppressing them, they went around and talked to consumers. And it was mothers talking to mothers about what was behind those grapes, you know. So, and Cesar said it many times, it's about telling your story face to face. 
And then you have an ally, and then you're connected with someone, and, and change might happen if, if, if you go out and tell your story. And that's what we do with film. So I believe that film is a tool of change, and hopefully this film inspires young filmmakers to go out and talk about what matters to them. You talked about the word-of-mouth aspect, and I think previously Shira mentioned how there was no Twitter, no social media back then, but this is an instance where a campaign and a movement truly went viral. And to this day, in the grocery store, when I pass the grapes in my head, I still think, uvas no, every, every time I see them. And it's like, it's a constant reminder. It's, like, it's, it's, it's such a successful message. Uh, I, I can't wait to see yes. uh, how, it, how it looks. I how want to say thank film. you so much for being here. And of course, uh, it, the film is right now at South by Southwest, but in theaters, March 28th of March 28th. in the States, and then it'll follow in Latin America. And uh, please go, please go and send the message. We, we want our films out and our heroes to be represented in film. And take friends if you can. Uh, and, yeah, and buy I know as many Gavin likes going alone can. all the time. I tell him you should get a date. But. That's kind of creepy, Gavin. All right, who wants to go with me? Anyone? Oh, <laughs> that could be like a winning thing. Yeah, you're buying the tickets. All right. Diego Luna, Rosario Dawson. It's Thank you so pleasure. much. Thank, Thank you, you Thank so you. much. And of course, the Rooster Teeth podcast continues. The Rooster Teeth podcast will continue. So, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. We'll, uh, we could, like, lead you off. I feel like someone should lead you off. But uh, <laughs> yeah. give it up for Rosario Dawson and Diego Luna, everyone. Cesar Chavez. We appreciate your time. Sorry you couldn't get rowdy with us. Gavin's going to continue drinking. It could get crazy. It's great Thank you. I will. Thank you. You're so sweet. I just want to take a second to read this thing here. Okay. Uh, I want to remind everyone that the Rooster podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Don't let someone steal your great idea. Register domain name now. Put your idea online. GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for the low price of $2.95. So whether you're building a, your dream business or starting a website for fun, just visit GoDaddy.com, enter code ROOSTER295 at checkout. Uh, some limitations apply. See website for detail. Again, it's GoDaddy.com, promo code ROOSTER295 for a $2.95.com domain name. Make, make yourself a home on the internet. Should I say what people are saying in the chat room about you, Gavin? No. <laughs> what is it? Someone. People are saying eject Gavin. Every time Gavin speaks, take a shot of whiskey. Oh, so you, should talk talk again. you should talk a lot more. Uh, a lot of people are just mentioning you because I, I think uh, they're thinking you're very shy right now. I'm shy right I, now. I think, are you a shy I think, person? I think Gavin's knowledge of Cesar Chavez may have been a little lacking. It's not the best. You're, you're, it's you're, not you're, one of my strong subjects. Your, your, knowledge of the, your knowledge no. of the civil rights movement in the United States in the 60s and 70s may be somewhat delinquent. I don't think that's a strong topic <laughs> for school children in the UK. It's not really. It's do, you, not. do you ever worry that your life is just a bit too weird? Yes, all the time. Like, look, look, at, look at this. Yeah. Like yesterday, I was just like doing dishes and stuff and listening to music. And then I was just sat next to Rosario Dawson. I know. You didn't even do or say anything. Well, I mean, what am I going to do? Well, I don't know. <laughs> like touch her leg or something? No, I'm, I'm, I'm starstruck. Like say like, oh, great to meet you. Shira oh promotes harassment. Okay. <laughs> I know. That's unsafe. Thankfully, we have no HR here. Um, well, I, so, wanted, I wanted to bring someone else out oh, for yeah, a second, let's if you don't do mind. That. I've got a friend of mine out here somewhere. Glenn. Hey, get over here, Glenn. I was enjoying calling him out. I'll touch his a, leg. You did touch his leg. So, yeah. Were you nervous, Gra- though, next mics. to her? Were you nervous? You were a bit nervous. Were you now scared? I'm happy. <laughs> were you scared? You are like, she was a bit intimidating. Yeah. For you? Yeah, it's terrifying. Well, you're not terrified? Oh, I met her before. I've, I've uh, yeah, yeah. interviewed her oh, before. Oh, y'all are all sure, I know everyone. <laughs> who, who have you been intimidated by? Oh, you know, I had a bad interview with Bradley Cooper. 
He kind yeah. of intimidated me. Is it because he's so dreamy? He was pretty. It was like kind of. I got lost in his eyes a bit. Did you lose track of the questions? Didn't I know did. What was going track. On? I was overtired, and I started talking. He's like, "Are you tired? Why are you so tired?" Did and then I was a, like, "Why are you doing this to me?" Did he give you a massage? Um, no, an eye massage. Oh. He, he massaged my soul. An ocular massage. <laughs> it's kind of a dick move to tell someone they're tired, though, right? I know. That's why I was like, are you messing with me? Are you trying to be honest? Like, and then he wouldn't answer my questions. Like, I was asking him about the film, and I was actually working for the studio, and he was just being like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then he was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, he knew he was messing with me, and he knew. He was, like, looking at my eyes, and he was like, oh, I feel bad for you, but I'm not going to give you anything. Sorry. Yeah, when you tell someone they're, they're tired, there's nothing that person can do about it. He's like, yeah, yeah, excuse me for five hours. I'm going to go sleep. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was tired or did something. I took something. I that, that, um, that cucumber thing you can do on your eyes, that's bullshit, right? Does that do anything? I'm sure it is. Have you ever done that? I've done that, but yeah, cold um, towel on my eyes. There's creams. I've done a bit of it, of everything. Right. You know that you, there's... Have you done coke? No. <laughs> what? Yeah, man, no. That doesn't help your eyes. That wouldn't help your eyes. I, I thought we were talking about... You are like- so inappropriate. There are kids in this chat room, and we are at an official nice place. It's Coca- Coca- Coca-Cola. <laughs> um, well, I, I want to talk about Glenn here for a second. I brought Glenn up because uh, Glenn represents Operation Supply Drop, which is uh, a charity that we're expanding our work with uh, here at Rooster Teeth. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit what Operation Supply Drop is all about? Definitely. An 8-bit salute. You're new. Yeah, 8-bit salute. Well, uh, first off, thank you. Uh, I want to say thank you to uh, Rooster Teeth for joining our cause this year. Uh, so Operation Supply Drop, we're a uh, military charity. Though There we go. I'm new to this. Sorry, folks. Uh, we're a military charity that supports the troops by sending video game care packages downrange. Uh, we also do a lot of work at the uh, recovery hospitals, uh, more on base work. We're going into year four, and as of Friday, we kicked off our third annual 8-Bit Salute. Uh, it is a, uh, a big event. Fundraiser ends with a 24-hour game marathon on cool. May 17th and 18th. Uh, which you guys are involved with. Uh, super excited to announce Rooster Teeth, Wargaming, Naughty Dog. If they're a gaming company you've thought of, they're probably involved. Just gives you all a good excuse to get out, play games for a good cause, and have some fun. That's awesome. Yeah, we're really excited. We've been working with Operation Supply Drop for years in, in smaller fashions, and now Glenn is here local, so he's yeah. knocking on our door all the time, you know, getting us more involved, and we're super happy to, to expand that relationship and work together to try to raise some more money for a great charity. Definitely, definitely. No, looking forward to getting through this, uh, raising a lot of funds and doing more work together on the bases, uh, bringing the Rooster Teeth team uh, out, who knows, Fort Hood, Lackland. Let's wow, just have some it might fun. scare Gavin. I don't know, Gavin's scared of things. Hey, we helped the UK uh, a week ago. We finally <laughs> sent a care package overseas. Uh, oh, you did? Yes, yes, sir. Oh, now he's interested. Yeah, see. <laughs> Might be a dick. You're, you're, your buddy Dan's in the military? He is, yeah. He was in, he was in Afghanistan for like five months. Oh, no way. Right yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Have, would you say that being involved in charity gets you laid more? Uh, you'll have to ask my wife. Yeah. Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. So you're saying yes. Your single you antics won't work with him, Gavin. Yeah, sorry, what, what do you think, Gavin? Do you, do you think that's a big pickup line? Is that, is that, would that be a great pickup line for what? you, Shira? What? Hey. I, I do a lot of charitable well, no, work. Yeah, I mean, no, I respect people that do social good and charity work. Like, I think that's cool when you think of beyond yourself. It's you're not you're, you're not just ego driven. So it's, see, it it's works. It's one of those things though where you can't open on that. You can't brag about that. You have to wait for them to I mean, ask you what you're doing. It's I like oh, yeah. underhand and like oh, like what do you do? Well, I, I work in this, but I also like giving back is more important to me. You, you help like, the kids. It would be like you try to schedule a date. Like, oh, I can't that day. I'm uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing my charity work that day. Uh, can we reschedule some other time? 
It is a turnoff when a guy's like, oh, charity work? Ugh. That's a no- Whoever no- says that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I picture that's something you would say. You are so, like, so Ugh, charity. I don't think I'd say that. What guys have you been spending time with? I bet Bradley Cooper said that, didn't he? <laughs> you you can hey, be honest. You can tell us. All right. This, this is why uh, Operation Supply Drop exists, though. You get to play video games for charity. Oh, yeah. Really say no sneak to up that? on the gamers for good. Yeah, there you go. It's awesome. Awesome combination. Yeah, well, uh, anyway, I just wanted to thank you, Glenn, for taking some time to come out and join thank us. Thank you very much. Uh, you, you, you can check our link up on the website. We'll have a link to our team where people can join, and uh, let's raise some money. Hey, thank you all. Take care. Thanks, again. Cheers, Glenn. I'm in the chat room right now, and also on Twitter, hashtag SamsungSXSW, tweet. Um, and I will give you a shout-out on this podcast and live show. Yes. And, uh, of course, if you're here physically in Meet Space, you, we've got a microphone over here. You can... Uh, well, oh, yeah. Does anyone have a question in the audience? Any fans? Are I know you we have some uh, Rooster Teeth fans. He's just standing in front of the microphone. What's All weird right. about this place is that you can't tell who's here for this and who's just hanging out. Like they this want place to sit is down. huge. I've eaten at this restaurant before. I've never. I know they transformed it. This is a totally it's different. It's the Vince space. Young Steakhouse, but Samsung this has transformed is a restaurant. it. Yeah. I actually got some tweets for you guys before the show. Okay. So are you ready? All right. Why aren't there more rage quits? Those are really the best of Rooster Teeth. And that was from at the Notorious GN. What was the question? Why aren't there more rage quits? All right. Because one a week's not enough? (laughs) They want more. Give them more. It's a lot of screaming. So anytime Michael makes one of those, no one else can do work in the entire building because the walls are shaking and he's so angry. Yeah. So uh, I think one a week is more than enough. He's pretty considerate though. He often waits for us all to go home. He showed up early the other day. He did. Yeah. A, he filmed one with John Reisinger and uh, he was <laughs> filming it like by the, I, I'm normally like the second person to walk into the office. When I walked in at 9am he was already halfway through filming it with John. Are you in that video like yeah, walking he, up to your desk? I walked to my desk he's like hey what's up Gus? Yeah. At what point do you walk into the office? Like do you, are you a late guy? Uh, at 10 or something? Oh yeah. You're barely, yeah. And what does your hair look like? Like this. It does. But I'm not, I'm not really the, the kind of employee who has hours. I just have to get my videos done. Oh, so as long you're as that one of those. Yeah, that's I a know, great thing. Special. It's like super flexible. We I'm kidding. I'm just playing with you. Since, I know. Since we only do a couple of live events a week, that's yeah. really all we have to dedicate time for. You know, we do two, sometimes three live things a week. Mm-hmm. So other than that, the schedules are really flexible, yeah. which is great during a time like South by Southwest when there's so much traffic. Yeah. And it takes forever to get to and from work. Yeah. I almost got in a fight last night. You did? At your party. Really? Oh, thing. <laughs> really? What happened? I almost got beat up. Oh, you got beat up. Okay. So yeah, I'm no, come on. I'm not, I'm not like beating anyone up. Look at this. Um, a friend of mine went up to go use the bathroom, and she left her coat on her chair. Yeah. And some random dude came by and grabbed it and started walking off with it. What? He wanted yeah, to wear so, a girl's jacket? Yeah, it was like furry and white. It was really <laughs> weird. And I grabbed it, and I'm like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I just want to go t- show this to my friends. I'm like, that's not your jacket. But he, like, got really, like, aggro with me. He's like, why, why are you, what's, what's your problem? Why are you fronting? I'm like, that's not your jacket, man. Don't you just put it down. And uh, I looked at him. The guy was, like, three inches taller than me and really muscular. I thought, this guy is going to beat the crap out of me. But I'm here with, like, ten people. So yeah. maybe we have a chance. That would have been a good story. You say you're here with ten people. You're here with, with ten nerds. Ten nerds. Ten yeah. people from ten, Rooster Teeth. Ten Rooster Teeth people. That's the equivalent of like it's three like quarters of It's like Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> yeah. It's like they're climbing up on this guy trying to take him down. Yeah. But yeah, then he kept coming back and making fun of me all night for protecting my friend's So he coat. wanted to show someone the coat. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah, he was like taking it and walking Maybe off with it. that's what he was going to to pick up the chick. Be like, I have a sexy coat for you. We should have followed him around the rest of the day. Like, if he ordered pizza, just grabbed his pizza and shown it to everyone. Like, no, I'm going to go show it to someone. Yeah, I need to show this to someone. It's so weird. And gobbing it and give it back. It, it's, it's, it's rare that I encounter, like, 
angry drunk people in Austria, but it has happened every now and then. Like, See, one time we had a showing at the draft house, and right down here in Colorado, I was walking down the street, and uh, some guy came up behind me and said, I-, I heard from behind me, why don't you grow some balls? <laughs> and I was like, I just turned around. You just randomly like, said that? Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, do you want to get by? And he looked at me, he goes, no, why don't you grow some balls? I was like, um, okay. <laughs> I was like, I- I've got some. And he- I mean, he was just like, he, he, was, he just wanted to fight. Then his friends like came out and grabbed him and was like, oh, but, we're so sorry, he's just drunk. You're an angry person by default. Did you not just want to get into a fight? I was just shocked. Do was you like, ha- imagine out of nowhere, you're walking down the street and someone goes, hey, why don't you grow some balls? You're like, what? Why are they <laughs> like, it's, it's not even- you seem to get targeted. Yeah. It's, it's, you it's, see, but you're so nice. I was once drinking with Jeff at a bar and some homeless guy came over and he leant over, the, it was like iron railings, and uh, he leant over the railings and said, you... And pointed at Jeff, and Jeff was like, hey, what's up? And he goes, you're what's wrong with Austin. And then he turned around and just stumbled away. And Jeff was like, what? Just complete random interactions with just confrontational people. So the homeless dude is what's right with Austin. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Apparently. Apparently that's um, the, uh... Looks like we got someone up here at the mic. Oh, so I am, I am paying attention to oh. you guys in the chat room, by the way. I'm waving. You're waving? Chat room. Waving. I'm waving at you. We do have a question from the, uh, the audience. Yeah. What's hey. your name? Where are you from? I'm Drew. I'm all the way from Melbourne. Nice. Uh, not so much of a question. I just wanted to say, Gus, I've been carrying around this James Bogues all day, and I'm really happy oh, to sweet. get rid of it. So, Bring yeah. it up here. This beer. Oh, we have beer. Oh. It's not cold. Get nice. out. Wow, we have beer and whiskey now. This is awesome. Are you going to share it with us? Is, is this part of the podcast? Like, we need to drink this here? Yeah. It's, he he, he said it? it's warm. There was no fridge no, in I'll his... Drink, uh, I'll drink a warm beer. Drink it. This like is warm the, beer. That's my favorite uh, Australian beer. Is it? Uh, I assume it's not Twist Top, or is it? Uh, I don't think it is. Oh, it oh, is. It is. It's. Uh, I, I love. Have you ever been oh. down to Melbourne? I'm not. It's a. It's a beautiful city. I love it down there. They got a great area uh, called Fitzroy. That's very similar to like. Thank you to like the South Congress area here in Austin. Cheers, toast. Cheers. I love you guys. You want to say a lot of people are asking why Bernie's not here. I saw it online. Bernie had a scheduling conflict. He had a problem. Bernie uh, hates me, doesn't he? And was he? unable to make it out here. Tell Bernie, him Bernie loves you. Bernie, Bernie was super disappointed. I know, I love Bernie. We, we, we told you, you, you were, got a little upset. I wish we I could have taken a picture of your face and we told you that Bernie come wasn't here and I was. his podcast. Hey. No, I mean, it's not. It's come on. <laughs> what am I? I'm sitting that, right here. <laughs> it's, he, you know, Bernie's like a big part of it. So surprising. We were really promoting this. I wanted the whole team, the whole family. It's like not having the dad in he's, the family. He's the Mexican dad. <laughs> yeah, that's me. So speaking of uh, dickheads and like just random assholes, I was in a cab the other day. <laughs> is that, that was that no. towards me? No, that was the, the conversation before. We were having, I was in a cab and uh, it was 24 bucks, right? And I, I always pay on card in a cab because... Uh-huh. Why not? I mean, I hate having cash. You're not an animal. I was like, uh, I got a card. And he's like, I hate cards. You got any cash? And I was like, oh, maybe. So I searched through it. I had exactly $24. I was like, all right, well, I have cash. But if you want a tip, let's do it on card. And then he grabbed my cash. He was like, no. And then I got out and he goes, tip next time, asshole. What? And I just explained to him, like, if he used my card, I could have tipped him. I had just the amount. Yeah. You, you explained it to him. That's his own fault. Yeah. Prick. It's going to be like this podcast called Douchey Experiences with Rooster Teeth. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. This is our new spinoff. My wife... It's like because of South by Southwest, the people of Austin just get shitty about it. I guess a cab driver would be annoyed because he can't go anywhere. Yeah, he's stuck in traffic all the time. My wife just texted me to get angry at me. Uh, she's very upset that I did not stand to greet Rosario Dawson or Diego Luna 
when they got oh, up really? on stage and left. Yeah. No, she just she was watching. That's she so she funny. was watching. I'm sorry. I, I I should have. I felt like I might get out of frame. I was I was. Well, you know, they were stuck. coming in and you know in and out, but they were they were a pleasure. They were so and it actually worked. It was so nice having you here because the connection that you have to the story in a way through your background. Yeah, it's uh, you know I still have a lot of family that do you know migrant farm work, so we're very very. Uh, uh, I know you're a farmer, too. I am, yeah. Honestly, the real reason I didn't stand up... Farm Bill. <laughs> the re- so old school, sorry. The real reason I didn't stand up is because I had a bit of a shaving accident yesterday. And uh, I didn't... Right, they're down there? I didn't want my shirt to come up and reveal what I'd done. What do you... Show what? us. Now well, you have wait to a show second. it. Now you what have are we talking to show about? it. Well, okay. Let me, let me do the story first. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I was having a bit of a downstairs trim because, you know... You're not an animal. I'm not an animal. And, uh... I looked at my stomach, and I was like, my stomach's just really hairy. Maybe I could just kind of thin it out. You, like, trim the top off of it. And then I wasn't paying attention. It just went against my skin. and just cut, like, a giant patch out. So to combat that, I just cut a bunch of patches out of my stomach hair. And it just looks really weird. I just didn't want to have to. That is so strange. <laughs> so is that, you, you, that strange? You didn't even try to make, like, a design, like a letter Z? I like, thought... Like Zorro <laughs> was there? I thought maybe I could just thin it all down. I ended up just making a bunch of holes. Let's see it. Patch it. All right, here it is. Right, this is really weird. <laughs> oh no! Oh my! Right, Someone create right a gif right. out of that. Wait, can you do that again? No, Someone that was it. Someone needs to create a gif out of that right now. Tweet it to us at what's trending hashtag Samsung SXSW. But opening and closing your shirt, or lifting yeah, and raising your shirt. But Rosario Dawson doesn't need to see that. So I'm. Gonna I don't know. Here. She might have felt like a quirky connection to you. I don't think so. Like you're eclectic. You're no, British. It's you just shave weird. your stomach in weird patches. <laughs> you're just like. An, it's you, a new style. You could have started something. It's a hipster thing. Maybe you missed it. Yeah. It's like right. everyone, everyone else do it, so I'm not the weird one. You have a lot of hair in general, like on your head, your chest. You're always coming about my hair. It's, <laughs> it's like do. all I have, apparently. He's, he's, well, he's well insulated. He's protected against sunburns. Yeah. And against the I've wind. actually never been sunburned in my life. Really? Yeah. I guess growing up in the UK, does anyone get sunburned in the UK? There's not much of it, yeah. There's not so much sun. But I can, st- I can spend a whole day in the sun without sunscreen, and I don't burn. I just get really, really? dark. Yeah. We, have, we do a lot of shoots outside. And anytime we have a new PA, we always have to remind them, make sure you put a lot of sunblock on, but you always have the new guy who refuses to put sunblock on for some reason. Then about two hours into a shoot outside, it just like, looks like a lobster. They're so red. It's like, God, we always warn you. We warn those people about it. Did I tell you the story one time about my friend from the UK? I was on holiday with him in France, and I went into the bathroom, and it looked like someone had shredded like a cellophane bag all, all over the floor, like little bits of plastic, like really light plastic. So like, I opened the door... And all of this little shreds of cellophane just went like... And it turns out that he got so badly sunburned the day before oh that while God. he was drying himself after the shower, all the skin was flaking off his back and it oh went over the God. floor. And it's just flown around. What? You're, you're I was livid. I walked in it. Years ago, I used to shave my head down like to like a super tight buzz cut. Yeah. And uh, I got a sunburn on my scalp once. And then the next day, <laughs> or a couple days later, it all peeled off like one long piece oh. with, tiny, <laughs> with tiny little holes for the hair follicle. Wait, how did you pull that off as one piece? It was like, like I started feeling it. It was like, oh, it's coming off. And then I just grabbed it and pulled it, and it all just came oh. off. See, that's like, gross, oh. but I bet it felt really satisfying. It did. It did. It's, it's Why like, does pulling things off your skin feel satisfying? Or, or popping pimples? Women love doing that to guys. Yeah. And like, to themselves. Something about just ripping something off yourself. Maybe not from this your arm. This is getting such a weird conversation. We actually, um, a lot of people in the chat room, I need to call this out. They want lawn. I'm not kidding. And I'm not saying this like I want our staff on stage. First, how did this even happen, that lawn on stage? Everyone wants just to see lawn. He mentioned, mentioned his name in chat. And you won't, 
All right, Lon, <laughs> do you want to just show yourself? All right, this is Lon Harris. He's the head writer at What's Trending. Give it up for Lon. Yeah. Have a beer, Lon. You want, you want an Australian join, beer? Join the yeah. fun. You want some whiskey? We this is the most chill uh, Hi, everybody. show we've done here at South by Southwest, actually. Yeah, I, I mentioned my name. I introduced myself because Shira said... You know, they were asking Shira in the chat room, and I said, she's watching, but she's not commenting. I'm Lon. I'm commenting. And from then on, oh, oh thanks. clean up, clean up on the set. Luckily, t- this is the last uh, I'll take one care of the last that shows segments. of South by with that. So hello, everybody in the chat room. You're all, you're all too kind. They think you're the man. You dumb man. They, they've made up about 18 hashtags. You also have a ton of hair. I do. I have a lot of hair. It's like a grizzly man. What's your stomach like right now? <laughs> My stomach? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Gavin has a bad track record of doing this exact thing on our podcast all the damn time. What? In fact, we've been wanting to buy a new couch forever, but we don't buy it because we know this is the inevitable outcome. You're a spaz. He, you, why can't you do this? Literally, one in three or one in four of beers you open explode. Well, I've seen, I've seen it when you mash the top of a beer bottle it goes mental but all I do is take a sip and it just goes mental do you know how to do it take it off with your uh, tooth like no I'm not I mean I don't want to chip, chip a tooth no there are guys that can traditionally, do that traditionally our, our technical director down uh, that we normally use when we have our own podcast can do that and uh, she's a, a tiny little blonde girl oh really and, it's uh, pretty impressive you she's can give her a beer and she's just like eh, like nothing was she like at a frat college like, she's Probably, one of those right? that like party hard with <laughs> she a gives of off that vibe for sure but, uh, yeah, is so that attractive when you see a girl pop open a beer with their mouth? Yeah. It's like, that's, u- <laughs> that's useful. You're never in a situation where you're like, Can you I can't it? enjoy this beer. Yeah. You're like, hey, honey, open your mouth. <laughs> what about, like, you know, that like, was also big when girls, uh, have you done this with a girl? Like, oh, can you do take the cherry and make a little, like, like a knot, knot in, in the cherry? That's a myth, right? No, nope, people have done it. Can you I, do that? I've seen people do two knots. <laughs> no. How is that possible? How long is that cherry thing? That's crazy. So I wonder if you could escalate that. If I could just be like, love, do up my shoelaces, and she does it with her tongue. That'd be impressive. That's pretty gross, isn't it? I don't know. Shoes Pe- are gross when you think about it. Shoes are really gross. That's why, that's why we don't sign shoes. I never sign shoes. People sometimes want an autograph on a shoe. I will not sign a shoe. Yeah. I just think about all the urine that has spilled on that shoe. Well, that's the thing. Is it's, that it's impossible for a urinal not to splash on your shoes. I know. Yeah. I think about it every time when I see a shoe. you bring that into your house, though. Like, you think of how many things you bring into your home or your bed? Like, how many times do you In use your them? bed. Or, like, on your bed. You or wear your room. shoes on your bed? Sometimes I just lie down, and then I'm like, oh, that, there's, like, that little part of my shoe that's, like, ton of touching. I'm like, in that area, there's probably, like, a bacterial yeah, infestation. Yeah, well, take, take your shoes off of the door. Uh, that's what I no, do. do you take your shoes off the door? Yeah. See, I'm surprised, because you're from Europe. Usually, like, I grew up in Montreal, and, like, a lot of people. <laughs> this is the most... General, I'm generalizing everything here. Um, but, like, in Montreal, like, a lot of us, we don't take our shoes off. And when I go to Europe, too, I mean, in Amsterdam, like, when I was in Amsterdam. Europe was, and Amsterdam. You know, but, like, we don't take our shoes off. I feel there's some households that take their shoes off of the door and some that don't. And it was never a thing in my family. It might be in those colder regions. It's cold, so people don't want to take their shoes off in the well, house. Well, no, and it's winter, and it's, like, gross. But I don't know why. And I hate when I get to someone's place, and then I have to take off my shoes, and I'm not wearing the right socks. Yeah, or you're socks. not wearing socks. Yeah, or you're wearing, right. like, with holes in them. I, like, want, I, I, got, I put my fancy hula girl socks on for this. I have my Union Jacks on today. Oh, yeah. See that? Socks are a big deal for us on our podcast. 
Well, ever since I made fun of Bernie socks, he went mental on the sock front. Now, now I feel inadequate if I don't have fancy socks. Yeah. Like, this is a thing in my life. Thank you for introducing this. Before, I could just <laughs> wear black socks. Now, it's like, oh, I got to find cool socks. But it's fun, though. Oh, actually, and and like... then, I, the other day, I bought beer socks, and I wore them, and Bernie was like, oh, I almost wore those today. And I was like, you have the same socks I do? He's like, yeah, I've got those. I threw them away. I have them, too. <laughs> I, have you have them too? I got them for Christmas. See what's happened? We've got like this escalating sock war now. But it is a thing. Every morning when I'll get dressed, usually I just, the way I get dressed is it's usually in the dark and I pick up the first thing and put it on. But I have to think, is it, am I on screen today? Do I need to go out and go out on socks? It's a thing. It's a general I changed. Yeah, I was did. wearing black socks earlier today. <laughs> I put these on. I want to know, has anyone ever worn that combination of shoe and velvet jacket before? Oh, he is unique. I'm a, I'm a trendsetter. I want it to look good for Rosario Dawson. <laughs> I, I, I literally went back to my house and get this jacket. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Do you think she appreciated it? I hope so. I also put on my Captain EO shirt. It's a conversation piece. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. How would you describe your style, Gavin? That, that would be uh, it. I would, that, that shrug? Yeah. <laughs> Unkempt, I think, would probably be best. I mean, it's, it's Come on, you right think about me. your hair. You, there is thought that goes into how you style your hair. I've seen him do his hair. It literally takes two and a half seconds. Yeah, and well, I get the goop. Which oh, let's, I show, let's show people the goop. Where did I put my goop? Right there, I see it. It's Axe goop. <laughs> <laughs> I have some goop. This one's got a bit weird because I guess I've flown with it so much that it's melted and congealed so many times. It looks... Now, let me open it. Look at that. That's wow. minging, right? That could be, some people could think that could be used for other things. Whoa. Jesus, watch out. There's whiskey down there. But yeah, you know, you just mash it through your hands. You foof it up. This is what my hair looks like when I get out of bed, but it, it kind of flattens down during the day. So I just, I just keep it up. You don't even have any gratitude, do you? You know, some guys would die for that hair. He's yeah. still young. He's not going to have it much longer. Let's be <laughs> honest. Is there a history of baldness in your family? My, my granddad went bald when he was 18. Oh, the other one's bald, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Sorry, Gavin. Yeah. It's going to happen. You're, you're That's why I'm making the most of it right now. That's why you better work on your personality. I want I to... <laughs> Man, right. ouch. It's getting vicious Fair up point. here. Bring me more beer. <laughs> yeah, let me read this thing here. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the Rashid Podcast is also brought to you by Hulu Plus. You've probably tried Hulu.com. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere. Hulu Plus lets you watch thousands of hit TV shows and movies in the living room or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite TV shows like SNL, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Shark Tank, and Scandal. Watch every episode of shows like Lost, Law & Order SVU, Doctor Who, and Community. You can also check out exclusive content including Hulu originals like The Wrong Mans and Behind the Mask, Hulu's new docuseries that takes you inside the world of sports mascots. You'll also get access to a collection of ad-free movies and kids' content. For only $7.99 a month, catch up on current shows, binge on old favorites, or catch a great movie. Stream as many TV shows and movies as you want, wherever you want. Right now, you can try Hulu Plus for free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com slash RoosterTeeth. It's a special offer for our, special offer, special offer for our listeners. Make sure you go to HuluPlus.com slash RoosterTeeth. Get the extended free trial, and they know we sent you. That's HuluPlus.com slash RoosterTeeth. Love it. Um, we actually have some really funny uh, tweets that came through using the hashtag Samsung SXSW. Question for Gus. Did you ever find out who drank all the tequila and replaced it with boring water? We did. Who was it? it was did we th- reveal that on the podcast? I don't think we revealed so it. they actually kept it there? Someone had the they, balls to do that? They, I don't know. What, they think they, what was their, their defense? I think their defense was they thought it was a prop. 
So they drank the vodka and put the water back oh, in. No, so tequila? it would, okay. or I thought it was vodka, maybe it's tequila. Yeah. And they put water back in the bottle to make it look like it was still full for a prop. I remember Jordan doing <laughs> doing a shot of it and being like, "Hmm, it's not that strong." And then Barbara took, did a shot and she's like, "Yeah, that's just water." <laughs> And it had been there for ages. Oh, it gross. must have been minging. It must have had algae in it. We also had a algae. tweet from at A.H. Braden. He went, that's BS. Every Canadian I know is takes their shoes off. Hashtag Samsung SXSW. Did you take my beer? Maybe. Do you want it? <laughs> I'm over here looking for it like a <laughs> jerk. Why'd you put it on my side? Because I had to do the ad read. You want this one? No. This has more in it. I'll take this. Jesus. Slightly yeah, made man. out now if you drink that. Hey, what's up? If you had to make out with anyone at Rooster Teeth, who would it be? It'd be you, Gavin. If you had to make out with anyone, who would it be? Hey, let's turn off all the cameras for a sec. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about, like I was reading through that Hulu ad read, and... Uh... Carry on. Are you, Are you okay? Again? Do you not know how to open a bottle of beer? This is the he was open. just drinking it. It was already open. What, so what's going on with it? I don't know. The science. I don't know. Hey, are you at all freaked out? Are, are you a nervous flyer, Shira? You fly a lot, don't you? I do. Um, you know what? I try not to be because I did sit next to a pilot once, and he said, like, you know, and, like, there's a lot of turbulence. He goes, you don't understand what these, uh, these uh, planes can actually take, like the amounts of, um, you know, like turbulence and craziness and all that. Like, you, you are more likely to get in an accident or get hit by a car than for your flight to crash or anything. Well, with, with turbulence... you're getting into, like, a really dark You're more likely, with turbulence, to get knocked out on the inside of the plane. Than or to, or is there, like, something to happen in the plane? Yeah, like, you're, the plane's not going to go down. You're just going to get injured in it. Well, like, but, it's actually very flexible. A plane is meant to, like, m- be flexible there, within what's going on. There's a story the a few years ago. There was a... I think it was a... Uh, I want to say it was a Virgin Atlantic flight that was flying to Vegas. They're yeah. over the Midwest. They hit a lot of turbulence, and the pilot was diving to get around the turbulence. And the, like you said, the wing was bending. Yeah, it was like all the flexible turbulence. bending. I'm using like not, like terms that don't even make sense. Really Based bendy. On, it's like bendy and flexible. The plane. Scientists with clipboards. What's the bendy factor on this wing? Apparently, uh, during this, while this was going on, one of the flight attendants started running up and down the aisle, screaming that they were going to crash, and the other flight attendants <laughs> had to tackle her. Are you kidding? Yeah, they she fired definitely her. Got fired. She got fired. Well, so this is my thing. Uh, recently, I was on an overnight flight, and out of nowhere, I was starting to fall asleep, and it did start really getting bumpy. Like, but to the point where it was like it wasn't just bumpy up and down. It was like that 360 right. bumpiness, and that's the one the type of bumpiness. 360. Like they're like it's like everywhere. It's not just side to side or up and down. It's, it's like you feel like you're being pushed <laughs> around everywhere, and you're like okay. And then there was also um, thunder and everything. There had been oh. earlier that day, so I was like, oh, are we gonna get struck by lightning? Like, I guess like imagining things and the thing I, I hate when the, the pilots I wish they just would let you know like heads up in 10 minutes and obviously you don't know sometimes but they do know you know they get those messages like coming up <laughs> yeah. on this flight yeah. like the pilots in front of them are tweeting like OMG <laughs> turbulence lol yeah but like and so I kind of freaked out and you have that you know your heart starts pounding and I'm just like like I don't know you think of that like what if like do you ever think of that moment have that moment where you're like what if this could be every it? time I fall asleep on a plane there's like a maybe 30 second period right after I wake up where I'm so scared that I'm gonna die every time really? I fall asleep well, yeah I don't I, know that because my brain hasn't like sunk into rational thinking yet so I'm like oh my god what if I died now what if all my life just ended today right here and well, then it's, it's just and then 30 seconds go by and it's like nah 
Well, you think about what like the, the what actual flying is. Like if you showed that to a caveman, it's like yeah, you're gonna get in that metal tube and then you're gonna go really high in the sky and then yeah. you're gonna go so fast to wherever <laughs> you need to go. It's like that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any. Well, sense. that's the thing. I have a friend that's like really afraid of flying, and he goes, "It just doesn't make sense how a plane can go up in the air and just stay there." Like. It actually doesn't make sense to him, and so he thinks it's not natural, and like they're just meant to crash. Well, of course it's not natural. <laughs> they're, they're not birds. We're not like a giant pterodactyl. It's not the Flintstones. He took, so I recently I gave him um, some like, Zol, uh, like Xanax or something while he was flying. He passed out, and he was fine. I do not promote prescriptive drugs, though. But. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> That's awesome. It's amazing how much stuff in our lives is completely unnatural at all. Like When I was getting out of your car, I was like, oh, crap, my things, because I left them in there. And it was this... Dumb hair goo and a Red Bull. And I was thinking, the caveman, that like nothing, nothing, it doesn't apply to anything. I love. I need to make my hair be up, and I need energy from liquid. It doesn't make any sense, really. I love. I always love the caveman analogy. I think yeah. you're the one who introduced that to me. It's like you show something. It's, so it's like, what would a caveman think about this? Yeah, because when if a caveman didn't give a shit about it, it's not important, really. Oh wait, you. That's how you like go. You live your life. You're like, well, what if, if something caveman? bad happens? I think. Would this affect a caveman? If not, then I'm like, <laughs> well, you know, what, what are you going to do? If my leg came off, that would affect a caveman. He would have to hop and kill saber-toothed tigers. So you obviously, I mean, what about romance and love? I guess that would not affect a caveman because cavemen don't have emotions. Just carry you a big club. have emotions? No, they're all about, it's just like about re- reproducing and... You think a caveman never laughed? <laughs> <laughs> Did a caveman ever laugh? This may be like the most deep philosophical question ever asked. Like I all of, all of humanity you. has converged right now to question the laughter right. of a caveman. Like caveman Dave sees caveman Steve fall down a hill. <laughs> funny, isn't it? It's funny. We'll never know. We won't ever know. Do, do animals laugh? I don't <laughs> I think animals laugh. There's no... No, they, no you, they don't can't. you see those videos on YouTube of like animals like laughing? <laughs> They are there. Yeah? yeah. What well, animals Go laugh. YouTube and search animals laughing and see what you find. I wonder if we can find caveman laughing. <laughs> search caveman laughing. You'll find those weird commercials for caveman, you know, like those brands that oh, have like right. caveman commercials. But I think that analogy works well. Like recently, a few months ago, I smashed my laptop screen. My MacBook Air is just ruined. The screen's messed up. And then I, I was bummed out. And then I was like, well, you know, I'm fine still. Everything in my life is still fine. So it's just, yeah. What are you going to do? I, I think there's, there's a, a beautiful simplicity to that. Yeah. I like it. Keep it simple. Yeah. Men tend to keep it simple. Do you notice, are you good at multitasking? No. Guys are not good at multitasking. I don't want to like put a whole thing on your gender, like a whole assumption. Are you good at multitasking? I feel like I am, but I'll, I'll accept it. I'll accept the No, you the, can offend men. You've already offended the whole of Europe. So. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Montreal. Offended your entire audience right now. Um, no, I find men have issues with multitasking. I'm just saying. Because they are simple. It's like you give men like food, you men sex. Like you just need to give men food, um, sex, and then also just take care of them. Like give them the needs like their mom gave them in a way. And they're happy. Uh, I'd, I'd be happy weird. with that. You made it weird when you said mom in the same sentence as sex. <laughs> it's a separate idea. So multitask are, your head. Are you a good multitasker then? Yes. Oh. I am. You actually. are monitoring Twitter and I'm, the chat room and, I'm talking, and, to you guys. and talking to us. I think some of the most ambidextrous men or ambidextrous people have been men, though. There was that one guy who could write with both hands at the same time, which is amazing. But they are evolved. What, what, is that? what else do they do with both hands? He, he could write in Spanish with one hand and German with the other no hand. No way. Yeah. No. It's crazy. That's impossible. Were you That's jealous? Real. 
Yeah, I'd love that. See, that would get that would get me laid. <laughs> Write a love letter in two languages at the same time. You could time. like pick up a girl from Spain and a girl from Germany all at the same time, <laughs> like writing them little love notes. Yeah. So at Abby underscore um, M A E H wants to know Gavin should stroke Lon's beard. I bet it feels like pure epic manliness. Uh, do Lon, it. do you want to come up here and we'll have Gavin stroke your beard? You, you, keep, so- <laughs> you keep making him come up here, but he has like all of these obstacles to walk around. It's like, yeah. Well, because they keep asking. So I'm giving the audience what they want. There's a million things I'm that could go wrong. I'm multitasking here. Let's have a little, uh, little feel. Now, that deserves a GIF, too. We want a bunch of GIFs to be our way. Hashtag Samsung SXSW. Feels good? Is it, like, rough or, or soft? It's, uh, I felt Jack's beard. You know Jack Patilla, right? And his giant beard. This is softer. Nice. But it's do, do, do you use conditioner? Twice a day. You got to get really, get a really lather in there, and then you rinse and you repeat. That's the secret. Someone said, nice. "Our Lord, why are people calling you Lord? What's uh, going I on don't, in this chat? I, I, I don't, I don't know. They're loving you. You're I've like, officially become very popular in our. I know, chat and room. then they, and they hate me. They want you and not me. Hate's a very strong term. I don't know if I would go. That His far. beard is more impressive than yours, Shira. I'm I sorry. You know what? It brought Lon on. You should love me. I'm a giver. When it says rinse and repeat. Who, who does who shampoos the head twice? I do, and it's really dirty. How many how many days have you gone without shampooing your hair? I, I have a shower every every morning. You shower every morning? Yeah. And wash your hair? So yeah. how many days? Good to wash your hair every morning. Yeah, but what's gonna happen? How many days do you go without washing your hair? I've gone like a week. Yeah, but that's a beer. That's not a microphone. That's a beer. I'm, I'm like, uh, um, I've gone. Well, no, I shower every day. My, I shower, I wash my body, but then, you know, it's not as healthy to wash your hair every day. It actually makes it dry. Apparently, it's better to wash your hair at night because the oil can, like, get back in your hair in the night. And, it, and you need that oil during the day Such a manly yep, to conversation. combat the world. Really? To combat the world? Again, we're fighting over oil. <laughs> yeah. It always comes back to the same thing. It's always so oil. I wanted to call, I wanted to, to note something. You're, you're a jiffer. You're I not. do well. No, actually, at the Webbies the other year, um, the guy who created the GIF was on stage, and he goes, "I'm going to say this once and for all. It's it's not a GIF. It's a GIF because image. Do you think image the, GIF? It's a graphic yeah, but it's image file. G for GIF. graphic. No, G- it's a GIF. Or so go search he, he, Webby Awards. I, I, I believe you. GIF, and you'll see the speech this guy did. But and he, he said no longer GIF. owns it. He created it. It's like George Lucas. He made Star Wars. It's Disney's so now. So do you go by the uh, what, what the people say or by the creator? The people. GIF. If, you, if you're going to call it a GIF, you're going to start calling me Javin. That's called what? I would say... Uh, give him a mic. I would say go with whatever the commenters say, and they're saying GIF. So I would go with that because there are a lot of them, and they're very I'm not going to be very opinionated. I'm gonna be intimidated by them. Oh, okay. Well, hey, do your own thing. I don't thing. want to be intimidated. I love you guys. There's only love, GIF positivity. is a peanut butter, though. That's the argument. Like, right. GIF are, there is already a word GIF. I'm a GIF, so I did go by that's, that. That's a great counter-argument. Thank you. I, I appreciate Thank that. You. I think I think you're 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 in the gift camp also, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, gift. Yeah. Most of us say gift. What? Most of us in the know say gift. Sure. Wow, you Come are on totally board. throwing me under the Get bus. Get on our here. level. <laughs> Should I just make everyone feel bad for me and like start crying? Uh, <laughs> try it. We'll see. You know, do you, give a do mic you do there. that? Do you do the cry thing? I'm a. I cry. I'm a sensitive. Lon's seen me cry. It's happened. No, did you, did you, you make her cry? Lon, you I have for, made. I have take made Shira cry. We take can talk mic. about it. Can you take a mic? You've no, made no, her. I'll take the mic. Right another there. Mic right there. Can we get a fourth mic? Oh, it's right here. You've made yeah, her cry. Me. This is getting I really made, personal. I have made Shira cry more than one time. <laughs> We've <laughs> known each other a long time, though. So you sound really proud of that. <laughs> I'll do what I can. I'm here to help. 
I appreciate it. Well, what, what were the, how, why do I cry? It, you from your perspective. You, you take on a lot, and then you get very stressed out, and sometimes it comes out in tears. Oh, this is getting good. Keep going. Every Keep time going. Shira cries, Lon's beard gets a little lighter <laughs> and like more, grows a little. A little more lush and full every time. Every time. I was, t- I was t- telling Gus before we started that the best thing about going on What's Trending is the... 45 seconds right before you roll because everyone's yelling at everyone. Oh, yeah. It's chaos. Totally. And you're like, you're freaking out. It's the best. We should start rolling 45 seconds earlier every show. There's someone calling out a countdown and it's just like, it seems like it's getting more and more manic and then it's like, oh, hey, everyone, how's it going? Eight, seven. So wait, it's not like that on your guys' podcast? You're all cool and collective? we, We have been caught off guard before. Where uh, it starts, we're like, oh shit, we're live. Hey, what's up? My, my favorite thing to do is is go to the bathroom as close to the start of the podcast as possible. You, to really you've gotten bad out. about that. Yeah, but I've, I've never been late to a podcast. Yeah. I'm in my seat with my knob out before every podcast. We're, we're very lucky in that the control room is very removed from the set, and we can't hear any of that chaos. We have a lot of our control room people sitting back over here. Oh, that helps. So, yeah. like, I'm sure it's chaotic in there, but on the set, we're just like, oh, hey, what's, what's up? Yeah, we like to keep it real. <laughs> I mean, you like to yell at us before we go live. Me? I don't yell. I'm not a yeller. Where's this sure. thing that was here two seconds ago that's not here anymore? There, there's a lot of laughter coming from your crew over there. They, so. yeah, <laughs> Why know. are you laughing? It's not funny. Back me up here, guys. They know. Um, so have you cried? Do you cry ever in front of people? I was trying to figure this out recently because someone asked me. I don't think I've cried in about 15 years. Kidding? Well, then, then there's something wrong with you. That's no, what I everyone says. I, I don't I, really cry I, I, either. I mean, you don't nothing cry. that tragic has happened to me, but I don't. Yeah, I don't really cry. Like, you have not, nothing regularly. that like has happened in your life that you're like, oh, I, that's no, I have really. I, I, I think, have an insanely lucky life. I'm really happy all the time. Oh, so you're saying I? I I'm don't not bragging. I'm just saying I've got nothing saying, to cry I, about. I mean, I'm miserable, but I just don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been about 25 years since I've cried. Really? I cried at my I got my grandfather's funeral. And I, I teared up a little bit at the end of Return of the King. Uh, I'm not ashamed to admit it. Watching the elves fade off to the west. It was a little emotional. Wow. That but that's, is, the closest, that's the closest I've come to crying in 25 years. Were you confused as to why you were crying about that? No, I was like, fictional <laughs> like, I, I was, I was, like, I was like tearing Frodo. up and I was like, this is the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> I you, still have eight more endings to sit through. <laughs> were you with Esther? No, 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 it was before, before we were married. So all those BuzzFeed and Upworthy posts, like, you're going to cry if you watch this. Like, do you ever click on those? No. This no Upworthy post has life. ever made me cry. You're, this video will change your life and will tear up your soul. It's like if you cry every time. When, when was the last time you cried, Shira? Um, was it today? What, what time is it? <laughs> <laughs> Just because I'm in touch with my emotions. You know, what I've realized is, like, I used to, I don't know, it's like I have a harsh edge. And I think it's because I'm always, I'm, like, so much is going on and I have to put on this, you know, front, like, take control of everything. That in the end, I'm sensitive, though. I am a sensitive creature. I'm like a, a why, flower. Why put on the front, then? Why not just be sensitive? Oh, because there's a lot going on. And, like, there's, you need a, you know. Karate chop. You need a karate <laughs> chop, people. Like a caveman. There's, two, there's a lot going on. You need to just stay grounded and, um, you know, I feel like it. emotions make you make bad decisions. I so know, if you eliminate that... Reaction, you're reactionary. You're just reactive instead of, you know, stepping back out of it. Sometimes you do need to, even though you're, like, heated up and you're feeling things, you need to step out, out of it. And then sometimes at the end of the day, it catches up with you and when you're alone. Yeah, I mean, in, in fairness, I think we're making you sound like an emotional wreck. It's not. It's not there. It's You're getting more and like, more depressing. Like, I'm around so many dudes all day. It's like my only part of me that's like still like a woman. 
This is getting so out I don't of even it. know how to respond to that. <laughs> this is I getting am. deliciously deep right now. <laughs> it's wonderful. Do, do, do we have, like, do you want to lay down on the couch? We can talk about our feelings a little more. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like I'm about ready to open up. Someone said um, <laughs> 20 minutes. they want a Jack versus Lon battle. What, with a Beards. length of beard? Beards. Because his beard is longer than Lon's. It, it is. I, I met Jack, and his beard is actually longer and fuller than mine. So I have to, I have to oh. concede. Open that for me. Yeah. A lot of people actually said in this they cry, so thank you for all you people who were honest. There's no shame in crying. I just don't I just don't do it. I would do it if something made me cry. Why are you people saying Gavin or Google? Gavin or Google. We don't have that. People love doing it. We're not prepped for that. That takes some prep. It's like the one thing I have to do preparation for. (laughs) It's the one thing in your life you have to be ready for. Yeah. Hashtag we want Mike. Why why, someone else in Mike's in the chat room now? Are you tweeting? This chat. We're Are live you... tweeting. Um, we're, I'm in the chat room. I'm just like responding to people. Right. You, you, got, you brought me up there, so now they expect all of their requests are going to go through. Like uh, now they're a... just asking for the mood. There's they're a like... lot of hashtags. Hashtag deliciously deep. People are sharing that. Hashtag <laughs> Mike on Mike. Uh, okay. Someone said throwing sheer under a bus is a great idea. Thanks. No, I think they were talking about I came on here and threw you under the bus because I said you cried all the time. Although I just I got to be honest, last year your your you all were broadcasting from like a little bus, the oh, John yeah, Lennon bus, music, yeah. During, during music portion, of this South is a little Southwest. roomier. It is no, this is great. We we couldn't be prouder to be set up here at the Samsung Blogger Lounge. Um, check out this UHD TV. So I mean, we hashtag Samsung. So we walked in and Gavin said, "How big is that TV?" And I said, "I know that TV." That's an 85-inch 4K TV. So I, that's 4K. I drool over that TV all the time. So when we're done here, um, I can pull my car around and just load it up, that's right? That's swag we're giving away. I wouldn't fit in your Prius. Oh, it would. I wouldn't take you. I wouldn't be able to fit you anymore. Oh. But I'd take that. So we might have to wrap this up. Because, yes, we do. Um, that's yeah. why I came out here. Guys, we've got to wrap this up. <laughs> we're at time. This is producing. So I want to thank everyone for joining us today. I think we've had a great conversation we with have. Uh, we've, Ros- we've Rosa- gone to so many deep places. Big thanks to Rosario Dawson, yes, Diego Luna, Rosario and Diego, uh, Cesar Chavez in theaters March twenty eighth. Go watch Go it. Check it out. Thanks to Lon as well. Oh, thank you guys. But what a what an Lon, unexpected you are suddenly delight. a star <laughs> in the Rooster Teeth community. And uh, thanks to Glenn, Operation Supply Drop. We'll be talking a lot more Glenn. about them in the coming weeks. And big thanks to Shira and the rest <laughs> of the What's Trending crew. Y'all have been awesome. Thank you for having us. Am I allowed back on on your podcast? Next next time you come down to our studio, we'll do it in our hometown. I know. Thank you. I'd love that. Bring whiskey. I I could bring a lot of different things. Hashtag bring whiskey. I'll bring tears. (laughs) Leave those at home. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. uh, And and this will be on YouTube.com slash What's Trending, by the way, if people want to watch the video. Great. Yeah, come back. Check it out. So thanks for watching, everyone. Bye. Bye, everybody.